astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Hi, Kate. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. We know we usually record in the morning, right? I this know. is a little bit different recording in the afternoon, but right. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is a big deal. It does feel a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, so today we are going to be talking about the lunar eclipse that will be happening on November 8th at 16 degrees of Taurus. So if you tuned into our episode last week, we were speaking about the solar eclipse that is coming and these always come in pairs. So it might sound a little bit similar what we're talking about, but we'll, we'll go through the differences between solar and lunar eclipses. We're also going to talk about a couple news headlines that are already playing into this. And then we'll go through the 12 signs to talk about how it will affect um, each Zodiac. I, I might add that uh, Scorpios might want to perk up here and listen carefully because this uh, uh, lunar eclipse will be opposing, uh, particularly those born right around November 9th. So by that, pretty much the 1st through the 15th, you're, you're, more, you're being hit stronger by this, but also by the Tauruses that have their birthdays around May 7th. So it's strong for Scorpio and Taurus, stronger than maybe for other people, possibly. Uh, but also, um, particularly if you have those birth dates of November 9th or May 7th, it's going to be even stronger yet. Yeah. So the um, lunar eclipse does suggest a full moon, but it mm-hmm. is supercharged. And just like the word eclipse says, expect a twist, right? Expect an eclipse, expect something that you didn't think was going to happen, happen. And when we spoke last week about solar eclipses, solar eclipses do suggest, oh, a new beginning, where lunar eclipses Mm -hmm. usually suggest more of an ending or a final answer to something. I think there's a finality as well about lunar eclipses. The solar eclipse, it's a new beginning. So there's some sense of all sorts, what's, how is this going to end or what's, where's this going to take me? But the lunar eclipse is more like, almost like the punchline of a joke. And, right. and sometimes you are the butt of the joke, you know, some, there's a twist and you didn't see it coming or something ends and there's no retrieving it. So yeah. there is definitely some more finality, I think, about a lunar eclipse. Yeah. And if you've heard us talk in the past about solar and lunar eclipses, there is a huge tie to the royal family when it, or world leaders when it comes to the eclipses. And so in past episodes, we've talked about how many of the royal uh, family is either born or pass away right within the eclipses. And so you pulled up, or I should say that you connected the dots about King's, King Charles and how um, his, is it a coronation? Yeah. Yeah. Now he's um, king, but there's actually a coronation ceremony that makes it official. Okay. And, you know, because he just became king, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was question as to when, when are we going to have, coronate him? Well, they just released it, just released it here that May 6th, 
2023, they're going to do the, the formal service. Okay. And I couldn't help it. I thought, wait a minute. You know what? I bet there's supposed to be a lunar eclipse around that time. Guess what? <laughs> next, the next lunar eclipse, not this one, but the next one. This, you know, can be sometimes we always think of two a year. Sometimes there can be more. But um, the next one after this one is going to be May 5th the day before. So basically that full supercharged full moon eclipse is going to be very strong as King Charles is going to get coronated. Yeah. But they announced it here Under leading this. up to this lunar eclipse. So those royals, they really got their eclipses down. <laughs> right. They probably have an astrologer, don't you think? They must. You know, they must. I'm really thinking this. Or they, or if they don't, if they're just choosing these dates, then it's such um, a, a testament. Right. It's even maybe more The timing of astrology. Yeah. 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 So the lunar eclipse that we're going to experience is in Taurus. So since November of 2021, all of the eclipses have been on this Taurus Scorpio cycle. Mm -hmm. um, and Taurus is associated with the more financial aspect of things. We could talk about uh, even real estate and right. because it's ruled by Venus, we can talk about the sense of beauty um, and even the feminine that comes into place. So I do think it is interesting since November of 2021, there definitely has, I think, been an uptick in the concern about the economy and oh, about people's yeah. financial situations or where we're going uh, as a country or even as the world <laughs> uh, with the financial piece. But even just the uptick in movements by women. Yeah. And, you know, it's not women have obviously made a difference not just since 2021, we've had right. like the burning of the bras, we've had, yeah, right, um, right, you know, right. uh, different rallies and stuff, but we are probably seeing an uptick as well in women stepping into power um, or women-based revolutions. Yeah. I know just, you can speak to that about what's happening in the news right now. Well, just think about what's happened in the court system, Supreme Court, yeah. you know, what's happening, what type of laws have almost not passed and the ones, some of that have passed in the court system in general. Uh, but the big one that we can't miss out on Iran. I mean, the woman, the poor woman that uh, was wearing her job, her job, the job. I'm saying wrong, but it's close, uh, wrong or exposing a little bit too much hair or whatever. And, you know, she's now dead and it's caused now where they're going into their fourth week of revolution in the streets led by women. And I had never thought about this. I, I picked it up from one of the major, um, I think it was the New York Times, I think it was, said, wow, the women of Iran, they gained notoriety as the first counter-revolutionary movement mm. by women in history as they are really openly challenging the the uh, iran regime yeah you know it's different like you know we burned bras you know in the 70s but you know that we weren't uh we, we weren't calling for the president to resign you know we weren't yeah. you know i mean that we so that women have revolted before against uh, a topic and they've been unified uh, particularly in getting the vote, things like that. But this is where they're taking on the whole system and calling for its end. So yeah. I thought this is pretty major. Uranus is in Taurus and the loot, excuse me, the lunar eclipse is in Taurus. So Uranus is upset, you know, seeking freedom, 
wanting to express yourself. So, okay, that's the headlines. Any of you could read that in the newspaper, what's going on. But take those things that Kate's talked about. You know, the markets are in flux right now, financial markets in flux. So how you translate that is to say, okay, on a personal level, what is losing value in my life? Mm. Or how do I reset my sense of values going forward? You know, it's boring just to talk headline stuff. Like that doesn't have anything to do with me, but it does. Everyone on some level, they're not necessarily chatting about it openly. They're rethinking what's most important for them. And that could be related to their finances, but it could be their value system. So just if, if you don't mind, um, yeah. the last time that we experienced an eclipse um, yeah. at this degree, right? so we said 16 degree Taurus. I just mentioned it very quickly in the beginning of the podcast, but if you have your chart, where does 16 degrees of Taurus fall? Um, and for me, that's a very sensitive point in my chart. It's my sun moon midpoint, which we've spoken mm -hmm. briefly about in the past. I think we have one episode mm -hmm. on that, but it's a point that you actually can't see on the chart. Um, it is kind of an invisible point in between your sun and your moon. So if you've had your chart done, maybe, you know, this, um, <clears throat> but maybe you have your Jupiter or your ascendant sitting at 16 degrees of Taurus. So you can find out where does that sit? It's a sensitive spot, then you might want to say, okay, what was happening in November of 2003? Because that was the last time that we experienced the lunar eclipse at this, this point. Now, 2003 was some time ago, mm -hmm. um, but I do remember this time. years. Yeah, I do remember this time because um, I had just graduated from high school in May or June of 2023. Wow. May or June of 2003. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you and dad were very adamant that I did not get a job. You said that as long yeah, as I was, that, in, I want to clear. we did not want you to get a job. Yeah. 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 You guys did not want me to work because you wanted schooling to be my focus. And so I was already mm -hmm. registered at UNLV. I started UNLV this summer, right after I, I actually had to miss one of my college classes to go to my graduation, my high school graduation, because right. I wanted did. to get my undergraduate just out of the way. And she um, really did. She really did. You buzzed through and got your tech, t your four year degree. You got it in three years. Yeah. But you went continuously year round. Yeah. Every hour, every summer going to school. So, but I, I remember that you had left town. Um, you went to Hawaii mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for some feng shui work. And it wasn't often that you were out of no, town. No, it was like, rare, but we had constant parental supervision. And I remember, so mom was out of town and I decided to drive myself down to the Boulevard mall and apply for jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it's so risque that I was like, I'm going to get a job while my mom's out of town. <laughs> and I remember calling you because they hired me on the spot at Bath and Body Works. And I called yeah. you and I said, guess what? I got a job. And, you know, I mean, I, I worked two jobs and went to school full time. So I do think, you know. I yeah. still accomplish what you wanted, you guys wanted me to do. But when we talk about oh. the whole eclipse thing is yeah. kind of overstepped and we're talking about money, we're talking about values, but also because it's my sun moon midpoint, you know, work, I feel like I became alive in a different sort of way. And maybe you can speak to how you saw it from the outside, but like working really like fueled my soul. <laughs> like, really? Wow. Well, all I will say, and this was the, 
Clincher, they hired you, but they made you like assistant manager, like how fast? I mean, all of a sudden you were taking on all these uh, issues and let's just say bigger management issues that were going on and you were relatively new. So that was the, that was the eclipse. I think the real part of it. it's one thing to go to work for Bath and Body. I mean, I don't remember yeah. exactly your title it was, but I think the manager left and they left the position open. And so therefore then it, the responsibilities kind of fell partly on your shoulder. Yeah. But within six months, you were running the place. I mean, and yeah, it, well, then I got promoted to that, to the, another yeah. property, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, I just think like it played into a big part of my identity when we're talking about like the sun moon midpoint. Well, a new identity. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You were a whiz bang manager. Right. And for you in your chart, um, your Jupiter sits at 17 degrees of Taurus. Right. And that, but listen, I was traveling to Hawaii for feng shui yeah. and for astrology. I mean, and, and there was a great demand at that time. Um, and it was, it was brash for me to go, but someone had a lovely invitation from Ruth and she accommodated me made it so easy for me and set up appointments for me. And it was just like, I was amazed. I was just amazed that all of a sudden I could be in Hawaii doing the, offering these lovely services. And it was just a fabulous experience. So I got a big trip out of it. Yeah. But Jupiter rules travel. Yeah. Jupiter also rules expansion and or teaching. opportunity. So yeah. the fact that you weren't just catering to Las Vegas clientele. Now right. you were in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay. there we are. So those are some two personal stories that you could see where the finances come in. You can see where the refinement even comes in. Uh, when we talk about Venus, you were in beautiful places. I mean, mm -hmm. I was surrounded by lotions and potions, yeah, bath and body works. So you can see how some of those themes uh, play into there. So I'm yeah. assuming by now you're saying, okay, that's great. Cool. Like, how does it affect me? So right. why don't we start running through each of the 12 signs? Yeah, let's start with Taurus. You know, this is happening in the sign of Taurus. So Taurus says, I am expecting you to be have a story. If I said, what's going on, I would expect you to have some real solid things that you might be saying to me, like it's official, this is done, this is what I'm going to do starting next week. We're, we're moving, I'm working in a new field. Oh, I've got a new relationship going on. Now, I understand you could still be at the point of saying, I'm done, I'm done with this job, I'm yeah. done with this relationship. Yes, you still may be pulling yourself out of it, but I'm sure there's a majority of them that already going, oh yeah, no, I've, I'm out right now. I'm, I'm pulling myself out of, I'm in the process, uh, huge. And I would tell Tauruses in general to listen to your body. A simple thing to say would be believe what your body is telling you, mm. right? Yeah. If you're tired, okay, believe it. Your body's tired, do something good for your body. Yeah. If it's got a symptom, look into it. Listen yeah. to the body. But for, I would expect yeah. there to be a very clear redefinition for Taurus is going on. Especially if their sun sits right around that 16 degrees. Well, yes, really. Yeah. 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 But new beginnings. Yeah. New for chapter. Gemini um, or Gemini rising, it's sitting in that 12th house. Mm -hmm. And so I think that they're recognizing either the limitations around you or the limiting circumstances that been, have been put on them. So right. if they've been tolerating something, if they've been, oh, I've been doing that for free for someone, I oh, think yeah. that, that 
they're kind of realizing that era is coming to an end. I either need to start charging. I need to start charging more. I need to value myself. I need to break away from limiting people or situations. There's yeah. a bluntfulness. There's like a truthfulness that's coming out of this eclipse. Yeah. And there should be a little miracle that they are able to pull out or get out. I do expect something to grease the wheels here to make something happen a little bit bigger than what they even thought or sooner than they thought. Yep. For um, can cancers or cancer risings. Yeah. In the 11th wow. house. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we've been talking about cancers quite a bit in regards to like the group that they're with. Mm. who you know are they surrounding themselves with and i think i shared this last time that you know some a lot of the cancers that i'm talking to they're struggling a little bit about where they fit in uh. um you know uh I, I i do think things are about to be on the upswing for them but they might say i'm leaving that group yeah. i'm no longer going to sit in the break room and hear the bitching or something <laughs> right. right that they're no longer going to be a part of it so depending on how sensitive it's hitting in your chart if you have something else there it could be where oh yeah no i'm leaving that church i'm no longer going back but it could also be just on a smaller level where you're saying i'm no longer going to hang out with my employees outside of work mm -hmm. because it's getting too political right the, the thing about cancers is they're they're really going in their minds in their mind now they're going down memory lane and they're looking at a series of events that have occurred and they're recognizing for some reason Okay, that's not going to be happening. Now yeah. that could be there could be a sad element to that. Oh, that's over. That restaurant's closing down. All the good times we had. So mm -hmm. small storylines like that. But there could be bigger ones of saying, you know what? I've got to end this story. I'm yeah. done. It's over. Right. I would tell cancers to be particularly sensitive about their computers, their technology. You know, heaven forbid a meltdown. <laughs> heaven forbid losing something. There could be some technical hijinks under this energy for them. And um, I do think they're more conscious of their money. They're micromanaging monies. They're getting a message about it's time to do that. So hopefully they're saving for something or they've saved up enough micromanaged and now they have enough to make their big purchase or deposit. Absolutely. Um, for Leo's or Leo rising, it's sitting in that 10th house. So it's in the very public sector of their chart. So it puts a big focus on maybe unexpected developments around your career or around how you want to present yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be something about, you know, leapfrogging over somebody else. Sure. You know, awkward, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but it also could be something about also, oh, we you know what we are going to, we are doing something different in the home than we planned on. So is someone moving in? Is someone moving out? Oh, do we have a big maintenance issue that we need to take care of? So there's something going on in the home front there. Now I say home, be aware. I do regard if you have an office, you know, if you work in that environment where you have an office, that's a secondary home. Right. Yeah. So that idea where you hang out, those very intimate spaces. And yeah, I would I say this, boy, I hope they're not in the middle of a real estate transaction. <laughs> Right. I hope it's pretty much done already. Yeah. I can think of a Leo who was in her position for, um, I think, 13 or 14 years and mm -hmm. just recently made a post. Oh, I've changed locations. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, I'm not no longer working at that place. So that idea of unexpected developments in the reputation, something that maybe people didn't see coming because it seemed so sturdy. It seemed like a good thing. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe you could be doing, or you could have a boss come into your office and say, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> these are the new hours or this person's leaving. And that obviously can be unexpected, but it or should you're be moving clips. down the hallway. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Virgos or Virgo rising, it's hitting in that ninth house. So big focus on paperwork, on the settlement of monies or perks. Yeah. Yeah. I would think that it would be resolved. This is a great resolving, whether it's getting the check from the insurance company, whether it's qualifying for something, the discount or for a great, you know, induction into something, you know, where there's some status involved. Uh, it's, it's a nice time. Very good for anyone who wants to amplify. Uh, what's the word they say now? Uh, what's it's not stage, but platform. Oh, I want to expand my platform. So it's really good for publishing projects, media stuff, letting people know who you are and what you're up to. Could be even great for travel. Oh, yeah. Having a breakthrough around yeah. travel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for our Libras or Libra rising, it's aspecting your eighth house. So there could be some um, eclipse moments with your money or how you're handling your money. So you're saying, okay, I'm letting go of that spending habit. I'm sorting through there can be a sense of knowing something better is coming. So you might feel like I need to clean up what I've been doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of folks on shared money. So something could be going on with partner. I could speak my husband, Bill, your dad is a Libra. And you know, I got some unexpected, not huge, but you know, when I went to, I told you about my retirement monies and everything. Yeah. And oh, there was a thing here that, you know, that was attached to social security. Oh, you can get this little, you know, retro money as well. Would you like it? Well, yeah, I think I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, and that was lovely. Absolutely. Um, and some other topics for eighth house, we could talk about sex. We could talk about death, mm-hmm. even just like processing, letting, I think I mentioned letting go. But it can bring awareness to the circle of life, something that can no longer continue. Right, right. Yeah. Um, for Scorpios or Scorpio rising, it's hitting that seventh house of partnership. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So new beginnings, new beginnings, seeing partner blossom in a new way, take on a new project. I can attest to that when I'm seeing Bill get into something that's just natural form. So that's really good. But it's a really uh, great time for things, I'm going to say, of status. Things of status can be everything from, oh, we're having the house painted to, oh, look at, I got a better car in the driveway. Oh, look at me. I got some new clothes. So I don't want to, it's not just one thing, but it's anything that when people look at you going, oh, life must be going, doing, turning well for you because it seems like it's a statusy thing that you're doing. Yeah. Even financial wins. I know a Scorpio that sent me a picture of, you know, a huge win from a hotel this week. So yeah. Not that yeah, we want to promote the gambling piece, but I mean, it fits nicely into it. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure they're indulging themselves yeah. with something, right? Even yeah. if it's a money, now we can send our kid to college, whatever it is. I mean, it's a status thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know but if you had a- mentioned also just being more social. Yeah. Being more social, really getting into, uh, you know, feeling like, whoo whirlwind and we've seen it around here it's been kind of we've been very social lately and we're i'm already dressed to be social tonight so there we go um for sagittarius or sagittarius rising it's hitting your sixth house Mm -hmm. so there can be you know again some endings or processing that's happening around the health care 
So, oh, I'm, you know, I'm no longer going to include starch in my diet. I'm no longer going to include sugar in my diet. So I would think that they're identifying some sort of weakness within the body and then acting on it. Right. right. Sometimes we can identify it, but then we don't do anything about it. (laughs) Yes. No, this is a time that's have to be a proactive. And again, your doctor may tell you, you need to do this, or you may just figure it out on your own. So it doesn't have to be formal just an awareness of and uh this is a another great energy for having to deal with paperwork meaning the deadline is coming it needs to be signed sealed delivered notarized all those types of terms great time um also a kind of an odd thing here but unequal relationships becoming very aware so you may get positioned somehow that now you you know and other people are coming to you to get the information that would be a very healthy, unequal relationship. Like I'm the teacher, I'm the source, and now I have people coming to me that want the answers. Uh, but also it can go the opposite a little bit where someone is kind of acting superior, acting superior to you. And you have to deal with, you know, the awkwardness or like the uh, the offense of being spoken down to when you're the person with more seniority. Yeah. So there, there could be a little issue there, clearly. A sixth house also... Um, rules like how you serve. So many times we associate that with the workplace. So very similar to like the Leo interpretation that we gave that there could be something at work where, oh, you're no longer responsible for that duty. Oh, we no longer do the procedure that way. You need to learn this new process. So there could be something too at at work where the protocols are being changed and it affects uh, yeah, your duties or your responsibilities. Or you just have a breakthrough of something, oh, I'm no longer going to do that in the workplace. Right. I'm no longer going to stay past five o'clock. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, For Capricorns or Capricorn rising, it's hitting that fifth house. So it's kind of a fun energy. It's very fun. I'm going to say, you know, we don't think Capricorn as fun loving people. Generally, that's (laughs) not the initial thought one has. Now, there are. They're loving, maybe. (laughs) But the idea is. This is an opportunity for Capricorns. You have been finding, finding some passion. Now this could be romantic, number one, passion, but also can be passion for something, you know, a hobby, an interest, something you're really getting into, even if it's social media and coming up with very creative posts or things like that, but you're being more truthful about yourself. And I could say hidden passions or things that people don't realize about you. Mm. Anyhow, um, and also maybe just some wardrobe, showing more fun in your selection of, you know, what you're wearing, what your oh, accessories yeah. look like. Yep. And then and children, or, of course. Children, yeah. Or yeah. clarity. Pregnancies, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. Um, for Aquarians um, mm-hmm. or Aquarius rising, it's hitting mm-hmm. your fourth house of home. Yeah. So there could be some changes within the home. Right. Um, is someone moving out? Is someone moving in? What is the twist that's happening uh, within the home or within the family dynamic? So mm-hmm. there could be some focus on elders, reaching out right. to old friends, reaching out to old connections. And of course, are you rethinking about how you're using your home or your office, whether you're physically moving or you're just reworking your space? Right. Right. So well, Aquarius has got a lot on their plate. Um, Let's move on to Pisces. Uh, Pisces is is affecting their third house. 
So third house is your schedule. So yeah, Pisces, you've probably been feeling it, that nothing seems to be happening the way it's supposed to happen, the timeline. So you may be trying to manage that, or you may just having to be adapting to this new schedule to something, you know, it's like being without your car for a week. You know, how do you go about living when your car is in the shop for a week? You know, how do you get where you need to go? That type of thing. So we have all this thing about how you're moving around, how you're adapting. Uh, but there's a very good, this is a great window, I should say this way, great window if there's something that you go, this is no longer for me, yeah. you know, like a bad habit, if, if, yeah. if anyone would admit to having a bad habit, this is like a great time to go, you know what, this isn't serving me, ceasing, ceasing an activity um, or a, an association going, I can't go to that, I can't go to that bar anymore because I know who hangs out there and doesn't end well for me. <laughs> So something yeah. of that nature. And the third house is very mundane. Yes. Um, so I'm, cause this is for Pisces or Pisces rising. I, I'm a Pisces rising. So mm -hmm. this is happening in my third, my oh. natal third house. Yes. Why? And just this week I've gotten kind of hyper fixated on the layout of my website. Oh. I'm happy with my website, but I'm like, is huh. it super clear for someone who's booking for the first time? Right. Like, are the services in order of how you would like, Oh, you book this first, yes. you book that. Yeah. Like, so that's so mundane. It's so boring for anyone else to hear about because again, it just, it's very simplistic stuff that it's like, does it make a difference? Does it not? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I've gotten even like very concerned about, okay, my, my mailing list, who's on my mailing list? How can I combine my mailing list? So again, very mundane, very simple stuff, but I'm, I'm trying to yeah. throw away some of the old ways that I've done it and think, how can I streamline this better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I'd like to throw in um, also, you know, be sure to check the dates your license, driver's license might expire, take yeah. care of your speeding tickets, things, mundane things that can sometimes just pile up and we forget, oh, yeah, it expired, right? Yeah. And then lastly, we have Aries or Aries rising. This is happening in your second house of money. So there could be some, again, changes in spending habits. There could be some breakthroughs with how you want to spend money. So if you were thinking of hiring a, a financial counselor or firing one that you currently have, right. um, that would be an excellent way to use this energy, but just look for some aha moments around your money. It also could be a turning, a tipping point for what is the status of a relationship? I certainly know someone who got engaged, who's getting engaged under this energy, you know, so there is either we're in, I'm in, this is solid, this is good, I feel comfortable, I'm committing, or it's, oh, I've seen some weird stuff lately, and I think I want to start backing out of this. So it is a pivot point, it's a turning point for those emotional decisions that we have to make. And that's kind of the cool thing, if you will, about the eclipses, where when we talk about like new moons or full moons, we're like, oh, manifest or affirm. And it feels mm -hmm. like you have to do the work, if you will, in order for the magic to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where with the eclipses, it's kind of just like sit back. The universe is going to make things super, very clear for you right now. You don't yes. even have to do anything. It is a great window to be making pretty big decisions yeah a lunar eclipse because why because the facts are on the table what you're seeing is exactly what's happening there's many times we can second guess ourselves and think i'm being too sensitive i'm reading too much into that believe me under this energy what you think is happening 
probably is. There's some truth in it, put it that way. Absolutely. So that wraps up our talk today about the eclipse. Again, this is the second one because they come, you, they usually come in twos. Um, so after we're past this one, we won't be talking about this again until I think April, May uh, yes. of 2023. <laughs> King's so, coronation, right? <laughs> yeah. So just be kind, patient with yourself over these next couple of weeks as this energy plays out. Uh, I do, before we let you go, want to just remind everyone about our spell and cure class that is happening on Saturday, the 29th at 10 a.m. Pacific time via Zoom. Mom and me will be sharing our favorite cures from the home to promote clarity, relationships, productivity. Um, All the cures that we're going to share are easy to do. You can incorporate them right after the call. Most of them cost no money. Um, If there is a dollar amount, it's maybe one or two dollars just to get a few supplies. I just... I remembered another one today as I was oh. doing something and another one bubbled up. To, I thought, oh, I've used that so many times. I'd forgotten about that one. So I'm going to go to our notes and put one more another in. One in. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then also, if you are looking for um, advertising opportunities, mom and me are actively seeking out um, advertisers for the podcast. Again, this just makes it so um, it's not just only a labor of love. Um So if you want to advertise your business or you know someone that might be a good fit, uh, feel free to email me. I can send you all over the stats of the podcast, how many listeners we have, uh, what the, you know, uh, male, female ratio, age ratio as well about who is listening. So thank you everyone for your support. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.